because we show missed you look watch like and subscribe to our channel at sister sis 1988 as well as follow us on all our social media platforms at sister sis 1988 welcome to our second episode with my classmate over here and entrepreneur miss mm-hmm. cassandra <laughs> gail lee we're gonna ask her a little bit more questions and pick at her a little bit more she's giving us some little diamonds and eggs and things like that so we're gonna continue to let her lay on so we're still discussing marriage. So what were your thoughts prior to marriage versus now? Hmm. I think my thoughts for sure was the Cinderella story. Mm. Thinking that tell us that that's full of crap. crap. Well, my really? mama told me it was. Teresa told me it was. Like I said, no, Disney lied to us. Disney lied to us. Because I'm sure it's going to be Cinderella. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, seriously, even at the age 30, I still had in my head of this fantasy okay. mm-hmm. of marriage and how things are supposed to be as a wife and a husband and our home life and children. But that fantasy goes out the window mm. when real life problems happen and real life disagreements and real life bills and mm. all of that. <laughs> like, seriously, when kids getting on your nerves. Um, but now, I think I've learned to kind of ba- be able to balance all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially being an entrepreneur, I gotta know how to balance. I'm used to a lot of things being thrown at me now, and it's just now it's, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. No, no sense of crying over spoiled milk. We just got to go with the punches, figure out mm-hmm. what the solution is, and roll from there. Um, but yeah, I still want that best friend, that person mm-hmm. that I confide in, the person that makes me feel safe and secure. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's very important. Definitely. If you're not safe and secure, if you don't have that feeling with your mate, um, like you can't really be vulnerable when it's time for you to right because uh, you have to have that security um so like i'm all open for you know marrying again and my thoughts of it's happy thoughts i don't right. have any like bitterness or whoever he is i'm not gonna hold nothing over your head from the previous mm-hmm. marriage mm-hmm. so how did you know that it was time to get divorced? Um, we wasn't even talking anymore it had got to the point to where the conversation wasn't even being had like mm-hmm. to even try to fix any issues that we had uh, it was more so I really don't care he don't care mm-hmm. I don't care um, which you can't go on living like that not really even speaking in the house right. even at night in bed I'm on one end he always in other like we're literally about to fall out the bed because we don't want to touch each other. Wow. Same, same, same room, same bed, but no conversation, no touching, no nothing. No nothing. Wow. So was it like a mutual thing? Like y'all both was like, okay, it's time to end this. Um, yes and no. On my end, for sure, his was yes, but also no. 
Mm-hmm. Meaning when it got time to the legal part, mm-hmm. he gave me a hard time. And I did want to sign paperwork. Honestly, we were separated four years. I think I said this. I think I was telling you before um, a story or something that four years mm-hmm. separated. He wants to sign papers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But only thing, the reason why I didn't push it is because I really didn't care to date right away. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't a big thing. So I was like, okay, whatever. So about, I think 2021 is when I finally got legally. We hadn't been in the house in five years mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. And legally, 2020, April 2021, we had... Um, finally got the paperwork finalized. And how did you feel when it was like officially finally finalized? Now this may sound crazy, <laughs> but I was relieved, but I did feel kind of sad. Kind of at the okay. same time, yeah. Not sad that I wanted to, you know, mean things. Okay, okay. <laughs> but sad because it was like, you know, I failed at this. Like, I even though I gave everything yes. that I, I could mm-hmm. to make it work, but dang, this is something I got to check off that I felt it because I wanted to be like my grandparents and be married to the day they die. I had a, a guy actually we said conversation. He was saying that when it came to that part, mm-hmm. that he felt like a failure. That's just amazing that you mm-hmm. repeat that. So that means quite a few people when that happens that they feel like a failure. Yeah. And wow. And was for me. I took it as like, hey, we vowed in front of our, front of our family and God that, hey, that we're going to be one. This is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and to really have to take that hit that, God, it didn't, this didn't work out. Like, I can't take it no more. You know, I backed out. You know, some some people hold on to marriages through not thinking then storms and hurricanes right. and you know do you hear me that's that other generation that ain't us do you hear me you know grandma was that's saved generation and some stuff yeah and they talk then they, they oh that's why i'm only one to talk about us they talk bad about us but we talk bad about them too because I'm not going through too many hurricanes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I can you make a severe thunderstorm. <laughs> <laughs> not, not hurricane, no honey. Yeah, tornadoes. No thanks. Tsunamis. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. Not this generation. I can't stay in a situation like that. And if I tried, and you know you tried. Yeah. 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 I can't. So what would you do different when you get married again? Um... Communicate more, cause I didn't do a good job of that either at the beginning in the first marriage. Okay. So which I had to like learn that in my growth process that uh, he is not gonna always know what I'm feeling if I don't say it. Mm-hmm. If I don't express what's going on, but even though everything is not gonna be okay, uh, or decisions not gonna be made off based on how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't be made off of just how you feel. Mm-hmm. It's good to let your, your spouse know to, so they can acknowledge your feelings at the time, but ultimately the decision is not going to be based off that. But if you're not being open with what's going on with you, it's you're not even giving them the option yeah. to be able to make a decision based off how you feel or whatever the decision needs to be. Mm-hmm. But they just still need to deserve to know why they shouldn't be guessing. And vice versa. Right. right. Correct. Or finding out somebody else. 
that's a good one. That's definitely a no-no. Yeah, yeah, I ain't never been good. Even when I was young, no, I didn't play that. But I'm saying that I find just as I've gotten older, some people have not grown into that. People shouldn't be able to walk up oversharing about your man. Yeah, no, that's a no-no. Oversharing. As, and I think, well, men do it too these days, but women, we not more than what they want to admit <laughs> They do. Yeah. But sometimes women overshare. But like they, you said, that's a, a maturity thing. Grow up. Everybody doesn't need to know what's going well, those on in your, your house. house. Right. Stay in your house. Yes, that is true. Family, best friend, don't home matter. girl. Don't, don't matter. Don't matter. Don't yep. matter. What mm-hmm. goes on between you two. That's between you. Yep. That's very true. And what? Yep. Love like you've never been hurt before. What does that mean? So, when I came up with that, I was like, well, it means a couple of things to me. It means to love myself more. Mm-hmm. And don't ever forget again. Because, like I said, I was in a dark place at one point into where I forget how to love me, mm-hmm. how to treat me, what I like, what I like, what I don't like, mm-hmm. what I deal with, and also how to love other people. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big, I'm a giver, I'm a natural server, like, since I believe, you know, God, to serve others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't forget about serving myself as well. But not only in intimate relationships, friendships, mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. Uh, even co-workers or people I do business with have a, a certain level of love and be genuine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that a lot of times, well, so for, for me, and I kind of get a little choked up when I talk about this because be comfortable. Be comfortable. Mm-hmm. it was some relationships that I kind of put on the back burner and um, was and kind of just forgot about certain some people, mm-hmm. yeah. and not in a like, I'm not even want to talk to them anymore, deal with them, or associate with just because things got so so busy, or I'm mm-hmm. going through this and not forgetting and forgetting to check on my loved ones mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So I had a couple of dear friends to reach out to me. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, I know you busy. I know you have this going on. I know even when you're going through a divorce and. You know, you got stuff going on with your children and your mom, you know. But, hey, it's a point that I really needed you to. Okay. So, like, mm-hmm. I check up on you. Don't forget to check up on me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. And so I really took that to heart. And so I was like, you know what? Love, like, i never been hurt before. Meaning, because I had some friendships and relationships and even some family members where the relationship went so bad that I didn't think we was going to reconcile. Like, real talk. Like, it got so bad that I didn't think we was going to reconcile. And we didn't reconcile for a long period of time. But I vowed to myself that regardless of what happens between me and an individual, I'm still on my end going to pour and going to love no matter what. Now, me fighting for the relationship was a different thing. But I'm not going to hold that any hurt or bitterness bitterness on my end and I'm going to do my part right. as a friend right. or as a sister as a daughter mm-hmm. uh, business partner 
and even you know in an intimate relationship because i really don't see a big difference between like my intimate relationship and my friendships it's not really big only difference is the intimate part mm-hmm. the level of uh, uh, intimacy yeah, mm-hmm. i yeah. feel like my best friend i love her just as much i love you know my kids just as i love my, the guy i'm in a relationship with the only difference is the level of intimacy mm-hmm. um yeah, I hug my best friend. I even sometimes play with him, kiss on the cheek, you know, uh, just to say I love you. Or even when we're departing, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. When we depart, we hug, we kiss each other on the cheek, love you, sis. My boy, same thing. Mm-hmm. Only difference between my men is that, you know, we lay down together. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, right. that's the difference. But I'm, the, I'm the hug of kissing this close. You are? <laughs> and see, I, I am too. A lot of people are like, yeah, you, yeah I love, because you, you never know when the last time I'm going to see you. Mm-hmm. I never want no one to feel like, or I don't want to be in that position to where something happened to someone I love, and I can't even tell the last time I hugged them or the last time I gave them a kiss. Mm-hmm. Or even the last time I said I, I love, love you. It, yeah. mm-hmm. That's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say it, show it as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, we close, love me out loud. Right. Yeah. I, I but we yeah. friends, home girl, love yeah. me out loud. Don't let no secret that we cool. Yeah. You know, you can't cool. let the world know that we home girls yeah. or you my homeboy. Um and are you like, my man or are you my man you're my woman vice versa for me. Yes. Yeah. I'm not gonna be your secret. Exactly. No, Love me out loud. If I I'm, I show it, and I think honestly, I think everyone should. I know it's different, different, different. It's different. It depends on the situation and what people feel like, yeah. what they want. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't go around just hugging, kissing people, and they want your heart. Yeah. 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 But that's <laughs> it. Right. But that's big for me, and I, because it was a point I was bitter. Um, even before I got the divorce, like just walking around mad, but mm-hmm. it's because I was unhappy and making everybody else miserable. Right, mm-hmm. right. Getting mm-hmm. just fussing about anything, making an argument about anything—that's not showing, you know, real love. But you have, and I have. Well, I do love you. How can I say I love you and every time I look around, I'm making you miserable because I got attitude? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not true, mm-hmm. you know, true love. And I vow to make that commitment that. Hey, I'm gonna check on my love, love ones more. Even as, if it's, I got friends that live out of state. You know, some of my college friends that those are my lifetime friends. And we talk. I have one friend that we talk at least once or twice every two weeks. And I have one that I just check up on her at least once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. And I have one every couple of months. Mm-hmm. But just to do that checkup call because they do the same to me but let me call sometime they want to feel like it's just a one-sided right. mm-hmm. relationship right. let me do my part as well mm-hmm. okay. so how is dating after right after it was it was sorry <laughs> <laughs> and it was like right after I didn't say right after because I didn't date right after so I had this thing to where I don't want to date serious. I'm gonna be honest. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to date serious right after. I just have a friend, and that kind of got old. Mm-hmm. And then when I started to say I want to date, I was like, why I keep attracting these sorry mm-hmm. men? Like, don't have anything going on, no ambition. <laughs> you start asking questions about what you're passionate about. They scared to answer the question, or they don't have any answers. Um, you texting me out asking me what I'm doing. What are you doing? 
I'm out trying to make some money. What you doing? You know, that kind of stuff. Or don't even know how to date. Don't know how to ask you on a date. Don't know how to plan a date. Um, We go on a date. Don't have any conversation or can't even hold one. Don't have anything to even talk Talk about. about. Um, And one thing is big for me, go being goal-oriented. Like, what's your next move? What are you working on? What are you truly passionate about? Um, Those are big things for me. And so at first it was just like, oh, my gosh. And then um, I did date someone that didn't have any children. And it was cool. He wanted to date me, you know. I had two boys. I'm like, you sure you want to date me? I have two boys. You don't have none. You don't want to have children? Mm -hmm. No, I never really thought about it. And I don't think, I say, almost every man wants to leave their legacy. Mm -hmm. Give their last name to someone to carry on their legacy. You sure? No, I don't want, I don't want to have any children. I'm cool with, you know, Mm -hmm. just your boys. I said, you know what? You're going to fall in love. I'm telling you now. You're going to fall in love. So, are you sure before you make this commitment? Well, it was good for about 15 months. Mm. Guess what? You're in love and you want to itch and you're thinking about family. You want to have your own seed. But, I think obviously that had something to do with it. It was, I think it was a bigger picture to that something going on within uh so i kind of quickly got out of that because we're not going to go back and forth i'm not gonna get you to change your mind i'm not untying my tubes and i'm not i'm not gonna be uh am buying a surrogate i'm not adopting <laughs> the foster kids whatever i'm not doing any of that so uh which became kind of weird because even after that he still was trying to want to date and i'm like like, you guys don't want the same thing. We don't want the same things. Right. It sounds weird. So, ended that. And after that, I didn't date for a minute. I'm just like, I'm attracting some weird guys. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> uh, it's, it's just not any good options. And so, I just kind of just sat low. And then, finally, I met him. But I'm still hey, on <laughs> I still don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I'm going to pop out with the next film until I got a ring. Okay. So it's, I How long y'all been together? Uh, it's been nine mm-hmm. months. Okay. okay. Still fresh. fresh. But long enough for me to know that I like you. Okay. Because liking and loving is two different things. Yes. Very true. And I have to like you. Because mm-hmm. if I don't like you, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Um. Usually I give men six months. And after six months, you start getting on my nerves. So I'll go ahead and we're going to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Would you say y'all are friends? We're definitely friends. Okay. I definitely can be myself with him. Okay. The things that, that I'm joking with you guys, yes. I can do that with him. Okay. Good. That's very important. It is. So what advice would you give to someone who never been married? Um, be true to you. Know who you are. And know who you are. Okay. Um, for sure, knowing the inner you and knowing for sure what you want and loving yourself before you can say I do to anyone. Mm-hmm. So, how are you and your ex handling the co-parenting? Ooh, what co-parenting? <laughs> he's he seated. He's seated. I don't care. It don't exist okay. uh, at all. 
but he's the father to both of your children. So he adopted my oldest. Okay. So uh, yes, okay. and uh, my oldest was two years old. Okay. Um, we first met. Uh-huh. So uh, he adopted him, mm-hmm. and uh, legally he's his. So okay. those are his two. Okay. And but he's hit and miss with the co-parenting. Mm-hmm. So I pretty much do it all. So does he live in the city? Because I know you said you had moved back to Texas. So does he live in Texas? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. He lives in Texas. Um, but yeah, which kind of sucks because my boys are awesome and they're smart and they're loving and respectful. He missing and out. He's missing out because mm-hmm. one day you're gonna be grown men and you're gonna miss all the memories that you could have created. Mm-hmm with them because it's not even for me it's not even about the financial part of the spending time with them some things that he should be able to teach them that i know i can't correct Correct. as a man right and uh and our boys need that father figure um growing up especially like my teenager he's he'll be 15 next year and Mm -hmm. he's already taller than me and i know there's some things that he talked to me about but i'm pretty sure some things that he probably talked to my brothers about. I was gonna say your brothers have you had a lot with them. Well, they can, mm-hmm. uh, but they have an open relationship with my brothers, so they're comfortable, especially my teenage son, comfortable with going to talk to. Them. But my boys is pretty comfortable talking to me too. But I'm kind of like, kind of getting nervous, you know, that teenager person. You know, when he gets a little older, like what kind of conversation he want to have. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cause even like the small things that I have to check up on with them, excuse me, um, just like, oh, how's your underwear fitting? Right. <laughs> or yeah. what's going on? Now, that's kind of stuff you got to do with boys. Yeah. It's time for some new ones. Mom, why are you asking? I need to know. Like right. I see some stuff going to school with tight drawers on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a 16-year-old boy, and it's just me and him mostly in the home. So he gets weird. So I can definitely relate to that. Yes. He's like, why are you asking me that question? I'm like, I got to know. I need to know. Do you get some big underwear? Because you're pulling. <laughs> you're pulling. Yes. You're trusting. I'm trying to say so. They're too little. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Jesus I said, you can't go in public doing that. Like, because somebody's going to, the daughter is going to get offended and they're going to tell their mom and dad, and they got a whole other issue. Right. But yeah, it gets weird. My oldest, I remember I used to get on because the rule in my house is shorts, don't walk around in your underwear, you don't pay no bills, oh, and don't yeah, walk around no shirt out. We don't do that. No. Yeah. You don't pay bills, so you don't get a chance to walk around with no shirt and no in just underwear. Right, right. But when you right. exit out your room, you must have on a t shirt or some basketball shorts or a robe or something. Mm-hmm. And so but now my oldest, he don't even want to see he wants you to see him in his pajamas. He turns backwards. Boy, you ain't got nothing. <laughs> I gave you everything you got. Exactly. I created that for you. That's true. That's true. He'd be like, what you coming in here for? If I can walk out in the house, he's about to walk in the restaurant. Uh-huh. Oh, no. He have a fit. What you, what you doing? So what type of mama are you, girl? Are you a strict on day but mama? Are you kind of a lenient mama? Uh, I think I'm between. In between. I'm um, definitely on their necks. I'll be on their neck uh, about certain things for sure. Cause I want them to grow up to know like the world is not gonna be lenient. I need you to be aware that the world will chew you up and spit you out. Mm-hmm. So I'm hard on them. So when the world is hard on them, they can take it. Look, and mm-hmm. I, and I know that. Yeah. yeah, be prepared. I know for sure God gave me boys 
for that reason. Like, I'm a true boy's mom. Mm-hmm. I probably would be too hard for a girl, to be honest. But I am also lenient with it, mm-hmm. uh, especially the little one, my little my little buddy, Jeremiah. He's, <laughs> he's the one to think that I'm going to say yes to every little thing that he may ask or want to do. But they're good kids. So I haven't really had the trials yet of really having to do a whole lot of punishing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're respectful. They're great students. Uh, none of that stuff that I got to worry about at school and girls and stuff. Yeah. yeah, you know, I take phones for not cleaning your room. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff I'm doing right now. Uh, you you fell asleep in class, my teenager. Why you keep fussing? Like, oh, give me the phone. Give me the tablet. Give me the laptop. Mm-hmm. Give me the PlayStation. Uh, he looks too big. I don't really whoop no more. He's too big. Yeah. Breaking nails and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass it's you time something. for these. Oh, that, that, yeah. that, that phone is like a spanking to them. Oh, they break down. They got the video games. Oh, they about to die. They dying. <laughs> yes. yep. If you take that phone away. Mm-hmm. And okay. so, Miss Gail. Okay. <laughs> I got four You got what? Four Yes. Do some Well, until next time. There is strength in sisterhood. And support in sisterhood. Bye. Bye.